Good morning today. I hope you're all having a great day. Um, today I want to talk about emotions. And um, the reason I want to do that is because uh, I think as everyone knows, emotions are a big part of everybody's life. Um, it's, uh, it's like an ever-present feature, something that's always turned on throughout your day. And uh, so, for example, let's say you, you wake up and, and you think about the stuff you're going to do today. Bam, emotion hits. You're, uh, I don't know, at breakfast watching something and, and uh, or you're, you're, you're uh, uh, talking to a friend. Bam, emotion. Like it's, it's everywhere in your life. And so the, what results from that is that it's very important to know like what are emotions, where do they come from, how do you deal with them. And that's why I want to, sort of what I want to uh, get into today. So um, basically emotions are a big part of your life. That's important. But another important part of that is you don't automatically know what, like where they come from and what to do with them. That's not automatic something you do automatically right uh, just as an observation you can say for example uh, you can see how normal it is f for psychologists like how normal of a job that is and how how uh, widespread that is i don't think everyone that goes to a psychologist per se has issues in regards to dealing with emotions but i think that's a big part of it and that's sort of like a um, just one observation you can make to see that there are a lot of people that don't know how to deal with emotions. I won't pretend to know everything. Uh, I'm figuring it out as well, but I think it's nice at least to talk about it and share some of the, the stuff I think uh, I know, raise some questions, maybe get some stuff back from you guys. Uh, so that's gonna be today. Uh, I think it's, we can just dive right in, like, hey, what are emotions and where do they come from? Um, and there's a traditional view. Uh, maybe I'm, I'm selecting it a bit <laughs> negatively, you could say. But the traditional view really is, uh, or, or, or seems to be, uh, that uh, emotions are this uh, inexplicable, uh, ir irrational phenomena that sort of thrusts on you once in a while. And... Uh, uh, so we don't really know where they come from. Some say they come from like the neurochemical makeup of the brain. Some say it comes from a higher dimension, from like it's it's more a mystical thing that God sends you, or, or like the the spirits of the world, or something like that. Um, and uh, so that's their view of emotions. Uh, I I assume you've probably heard this somewhere sometime. Uh, I think it's dead wrong, but. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that later on. Um, so, so that is the one view of emotions. I think there's a, the, the most important thing that goes wrong today is uh, a certain clash between, on the one hand, emotions, and on the other hand, your, uh, what you could say, like your reason, your, your thinking, just like your... Uh, your rational part and the clash I think is most clearly put uh, how fittingly by Plato and Aristotle actually so what I did is I asked ChatGTP to uh, uh, summarize what Plato thinks of emotions and then what Aristotle thinks of emotions 
uh, and it's very interesting because it, it's very clear there. So I'll read it to you what ChatGDP gave to me. Um, so for Plato, this is what. So I I, I asked uh, uh, GPT, I think not GD, GDP, it's ChatGTP. No GPT. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't really matter so i i asked uh gpt for like hey what does plato think of emotions and this is what it gave me plato saw emotions as a hindrance to reason and truth seeking he believed that emotions are irrational and can lead people away from making the best decisions in his philosophy reason and philosophy were considered the highest forms of knowledge and virtue and he encouraged people to control their emotions and use reason to guide their actions. So that's Plato. He's uh, uh, me summarizing this summary. He says, on the one hand, you have emotions. And on the other hand, you have reason. Reason is better. So follow reason. But that means you have to control your emotions. And sort of uh, uh, reason holds the holds the reins, basically. And... Uh, uh, if there's ever a disagreement, it's reason that will say, oh, we're gonna go now. And and um, so that's Plato. Okay, editing Alex here. There's something about Plato's position I want to clarify. When Plato says that emotions are irrational, he means that it's like your emotions are living in a different reality from your reasoning mind. And so for him, emotions are not like a stubborn child which doesn't yet know how to... Uh, uh, be in touch with the world or think rationally uh, but will do so if you teach them no for for him emotions are like a lunatic that's completely out of touch with reality and and uh, their conclusions like you can't reason with them and uh, you can't show them a logical way because they're inherently illogical and and go against um, uh, the reasonable reality and so this is why plato uh, plato's view ends up really condemning emotions and and saying like hey you need to like push them away and and uh, sort of muffle them because they're uh, something that's going to lead you astray you need to follow just your reasoning because that's the only way to get in touch with the world and get in touch with with what's true so that's what plato means when he thinks uh, emotions are irrational and this is important to, to grasp the contrast between what he thinks and what Aristotle thinks. Okay, back to the rest. Now, let's go to Aristotle, because I asked the same question. Um, here's what it gave me. Aristotle saw emotions as a natural and important aspect of human life. Unlike Plato, Aristotle believed that emotions are not inherently irrational, but rather have a rational basis and can be understood through reason. He believed that emotions play a role in motivation and ethical behavior, and that they can contribute to eudaimonia, the highest good of human life. Aristotle believed that emotions should be managed and guided by reason, but also that excessive reason can lead to an absence of emotion and a lack of empathy. So, looking at this difference, um, I think just like keeping in the back of your mind how big of a presence emotions are in everyone's life. I think it's because you see two very different views here. And 
I think it's super important to to figure out, hey, what's the right way to look at this? Um, which of these is true? Uh, or, or maybe they're like, is there something in both or, or what's going on here? Because emotions are such a big part of your life, it's so important to to get that right. Um, and so this the, there's the the view of the clash between reason and emotions. Uh, you could call it the platonic view, which is what I think is is a very destructive way to to deal with it, because you. Um, well, okay, no. Let me step back before we get to that. Here are two different views from Plato and Aristotle. Now let's try to answer the question. Like, what are emotions really? Like, actually, in fact. Uh, where do they come from? How do they work? Once we answer that, then we can get to... Well, what would be the right way then, given what emotions are, what would be the right way to deal with them? Uh, so first we answer the first question. I already sort of implied something in, in what I said before, but um, I'll just present what I think. And uh, I owe most of this to Ayn Rand, I think, who uh, where I got these ideas first, this view of emotions. But of course she would say that... Uh, uh, or I assume she would credit Aristotle back because it seems like they have a very similar, um, at least from what I got from from uh, uh, ChatGPT, that they have a very similar view in a way. So um, what I think is is uh, or let's first take two concepts and and clarify them: subconscious and emotions. They're not the same. I think. Uh, I, I see your subconscious as the whole collection of, of uh, automatized uh, premises um, or basically like convictions that you have automatized. Um, and, and for example, uh, uh, let's say there's this example of, okay, let, let's say you're, you're uh, in, uh, let's say you're in class or something. And then suddenly a guy walks in with a gun. Immediately, you you uh, like even before you can sort of make the syllogism in your head. Oh, this person with a gun, a gun can be dangerous to my life. So this is a situation which is dangerous to my life. Before you can even like have the time to think about it in a split second, you immediately bam feel the emotion of okay fear. This is a bad situation. Um, and that is your so so the two. Uh, concepts of subconscious and emotions are at play there. It's your subconscious, which is your whole body of of automatized knowledge. The fact that a gun can be dangerous, of course, you judge from the context of the situation. Uh, but assuming it's not like a policeman or something, you 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 judge the the person coming in. You you see the gun, and it it all. Uh, goes through the, the subconscious automatized set of convictions, which then spits out uh, a, f a feeling or, well, an emotion, you could say. And that's the emotion. The emotion is the, the sort of printout of your subconscious. There are different things. Mm. But 
So what I think emotions are, uh, again, crediting Ayn Rand for, for uh, where, where sort of the inspiration for this view, um, what emotions are, are the printouts of your subconscious conclusions, or like they are your subconscious conclusions, and they uh, those conclusions express themselves as emotions. That's what your emotions are. And uh, if you sort of expand on this view, what that means is that the source of your emotions, your subconscious, uh, is something that's understandable and that is uh, rational but in a very specific way that it's um, something because uh, it's it's not rational in the sense that it uh, uh, follows automatically like the the whole process of logic and and uh, in the way like your your uh, reasoning mind would it's rational in the sense that it's uh, uh, the the conclusions follow from the pre like the automatized con convictions you hold um, and so if you want to investigate hey where are these em these emotions coming from what you investigate is okay hey what are the the conclusions i have automatized and and then you investigate that and then you can see okay that's where my emotions come from but what that means is that your emotions you can understand them they're not inexplicable they're not mystical they're not this thing god thrusts on you which you're uh, stuck with for the rest of your life they're not this irrational uh, uh current always going against your mind sort of what plato seems to imply i don't think that's that's what emotions are i think as i said the the root of emotions are your subconscious convictions and then uh, it's sort of like a background process always running. You're always evaluating the world around you automatically, which spits out emotions. And uh, so that's my view of emotions, where they come from. Now, to get back to the question of uh, what is then the right way to, to, to deal with emotions, to... Uh, uh, like what do you do with them and uh, uh, I think uh, or, or maybe to put it differently what would this mean let's say my my view of emotions is the right one assuming so um, you're free to disagree of course but then maybe on the borrowed premise in that case what would this mean concretely for your life like what what would you do about your life like how how could you use that knowledge to improve your life uh, uh, deal with situations i think there are two observations there that are important to keep in mind and and uh, uh, which can can bear some fruit in in a way the first one is uh or, or well there are two observations uh taking into account my view of, of what emotions are there there are two important observations i think you need to keep in mind when going about with your life um, the first one is remember that 
emotions are are the way you actually experience your life the the um, the rewards of of achieving a great thing of being around people you love the the rewards of uh, uh, I don't know <laughs> reading a nice book with your cat purring on your lap uh, just to make it very concrete but like all the rewards of your life the good things happiness the way you experience them and and the reason they're so worthwhile is because of the emotional experience if there were no emotions if you were to be like a robot uh, why would you do stuff like there would be no reason to because the the end payoff is the emotions of and you could call the the state of happiness Um, but so don't fear or, or don't hold back on your emotions that's the, the first thing like hey experience them as fully as you can i think there's a, uh, in general this is advice that you can can uh, direct more towards men rather than uh, towards women because because men are usually the ones that are more like repressed on their emotions um but so what i would keep in mind in in your life is don't hold back don't be afraid to to let go and and uh, uh, like fully let your emotions uh, get out basically like let's say you're, you're reading a book and and you feel the the, the emotions coming up let it out you, like your your that's what your life is about like experience it fully don't don't hold it back it's sort of like if you were to to pull down the saturation slider on a photo like don't do that why i don't think you should i think you're missing out um and uh like it it can be a bit or i can can imagine that it's a bit sensitive or it feels a bit dangerous to to let this strong uh um this strong experience like really uh, go uninhibited but uh, speaking from my own experience it gets better with experience uh, the more you 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 see like hey I can I can let this out this is okay uh, I, I won't explode or anything like that the more you see that it it becomes easier and it it the the fear of or the, the implicit fear uh, of your emotions like completely taking over and and sort of uh, hijacking the bus by the, in, in by means of uh, uh, analogy that fear uh, it it reduces like the, the more you 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 let them out and let them do their thing so that's point one don't be afraid to let them out don't be afraid to experience your life like don't be afraid to to uh, experience your emotions experience them fully that's point one now point two you can say for for uh, like in general terms this could be more uh, more aimed towards women rather than men uh, although it's it's just a part of it I think there's a part of the second thing that applies to everybody um, so so where, where there's no like like thing uh, uh, where there's no tendencies let me explain um, the the second observation is 
emotions are jam-packed with information about yourself, your life, your situation. And uh, in because of that, they're a great thing to investigate. And uh, so you, you want to have them like fully in the open. You don't want to have them covered up. And then you can investigate them. And um, uh, because they're so full of, of information about your what your subconscious thinks and, and all the conclusions you have uh, uh, automatically firing uh, in the background. And uh, so if you experience your emotions, it's nice to investigate them. It's more than just nice. It's it can be very uh, uh, it can be very beneficial for your your life to to really be on the premise of hey, I'm gonna figure out what is causing these emotions, negative emotions, also positive emotions. Like um, uh, where do they come from? And uh, I think well, how, how would I? Uh, how would I put this? Uh, that view of of I'm gonna figure out like what's causing my emotions, uh, you, and and that doesn't mean that you have to sit down and and uh, you know spend your whole day figuring out hey why did I get nervous this morning? That's not what I mean, of course, but uh, just as a general approach. Uh, try to identify where 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 the uh, where your emotions are coming from, and that will help you, I think, learn a lot more about yourself, learn a, more, a lot more about uh, um, maybe the the world around you in relation to you. Like, if you're, for example, in 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 a job you you uh, might not like, or if you're in a relationship that you're you're resenting, then uh, one of the best ways or maybe not the best but uh, uh, if you keep in touch with your emotions and keep wondering where they come from you're going to figure it out because uh, your emotions will keep giving you little hints and printouts or maybe even big ones of like hey I don't really like this job or I, I'm this is maybe not the person I want to be in a relationship with then you're um, if you keep in touch with your emotions you'll take those leads and follow them and then you'll figure out like hey this is something i want to change about my life this is a way i can improve my life and uh, so don't forget that emotions are are like packed full with with information and that you can make a, a great use of that if you uh if you keep investigating them this is another thing which i think gets easier with practice if you um if you keep like the the more you you uh, travel that path of feeling an emotion and then tracing it down to the uh, subconscious convictions you hold, the more often you do that, the more easier it gets. I think um, so. Uh, t for both of these, maybe it's nice if I give you like an, an exercise or, or a question you can just ask yourself in the middle of the day. Uh, maybe for the first one, let's say the next time you feel, um, let me put it this way, the next time you notice yourself potentially holding an emotion back, consciously tell yourself like, hey, let's try for a change to let it go. Uh, maybe even a bit, 
but more than you normally would. And I'm thinking, for example, uh, let's say you're you're uh, watching a movie, listening to some music, and you feel like the, the emotions coming up. Try to see what happens if you if you like fully write the emotions. Um, uh, so that's one. Then for the second thing, next time you you feel some. Uh, next time you feel some negative emotion because that's usually the easiest but also you can you can also do this for positive emotion but negative emotions are usually easier I feel um, so so the next time you you feel uh, an emotion that's that's like very uh, clear and defined where where you can easily it's in a situation where you can easily know like uh, exactly how, how you feel and it's a situation you understand, uh, that's maybe a bit fake, maybe you can forget that. <laughs> Just in general, try to figure, trace one emotion back to the subconscious conclusions. Try to do that, maybe every day, maybe every week if you're not willing to do it every day, but try to trace one emotion all the way from like the experience itself, all the way back to the subconscious uh, convictions you have. So, uh, for example, uh, let's say you you uh, go meet with one of your friends and and you feel excitement uh, for uh, meeting them, and then you sort of trace it, trace that feeling of excitement all the way back to hey, uh, I really like this person, uh, maybe for this and this and this reason, maybe you can't figure it out, you just know hey, I like this person, we haven't seen each other for a while, uh, and uh, we're going to I don't know do this great thing and uh, uh, all these things add to uh, these are all things I really enjoy they add to my life and then you see you're getting deeper and deeper and deeper see where you're satisfied try at least to do it for a bit and uh, eventually I think the best thing is to have this just like running in the background this this figuring out process running in the background and uh, that way, I think you'll have a healthier emotional life in a way. <laughs> so, um, to, to summarize, like, what does this view of emotions concretely mean for, for your life? I, try to experience your emotions and try to investigate them. That's the two things. Uh, I think there's a, a great quote for this last point, which I got... Uh, I heard it on, I think, the Reverse Engineering Happiness podcast, where someone said there are no negative emotions only informative ones <laughs> that sounds controversial but the the idea is that there are no uh, or, or all the emotions you you experience even the negative ones uh, or negative emotions are just emotions saying hey there's something to be uh, solved in this situation or something to be done in this situation there's a better way to live right now that's basically what the emotion is saying like hey in this situation there's a better way uh, to live uh, or, or something like that I think I, I don't need to explain too much should be able to figure it out so there are no negative emotions only informative ones I think that's a very powerful uh, powerful quote maybe to keep in the back of your mind so, 
Um, let's summarize the whole thing. Emotions are a big part of your life. Don't forget that. It's very important to know what to do with them and uh, how to deal with them. But you don't do that automatically. You need to think about it and really figure it out. So don't fall for the the view of the clash between emotions and, and underst- like your understanding mind, your reasoning mind. I don't think there's a clash. Uh, and so do, if you, but if you do think that, then it will be very hard to deal with your emotions. Um, so think about it. Think what you think. In, uh, or what I mean by that is uh, think what you think is true about where emotions come from. But then if emotions do come from your subconscious and, and are really this, uh, as, as Aristotle said, uh, if emotions are not inherently irrational, but rather have a rational basis and can be understood through reason, if that is the case, then um, what I would say maybe as a start to, to try to incorporate that is make sure to fully experience them that's okay you can do that uh and uh, so that's one and then also don't forget to investigate them because you can get some great insights from that so that's basically the show today uh i hope you can uh or well two things content recommendations this is something new i want to try what i'll do is in the in the comments uh, or not in the comments in the description I'll put some some links to some either books or podcasts or articles, which I think can be uh, helpful here if you want to dive into this issue more, maybe see where the, the, the things that I read or listen to. Um, but so these are content recommendations from my side. But what I also would love to have is content recommendations from your side. If you have any great podcast episodes, books, anything, drop a comment, please. Um, as I said, I don't think I'm uh, the emotion guru uh, right now. I'm, I'm investigating this myself, and so uh, I'm, I'm, I'd love to have more like good content to to consume on this issue. So, any thoughts, content, let me know, please. Um, you can follow me in Thoughtful as well. Uh, if you don't have Thoughtful, we're gonna make an episode about that as well. And uh, I think we're all done then for today. I hope you learned something new. Uh, I hope to see you the next time. And uh, see you then. Thank you.